Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, family. Today we're going to talk about cancer, and not the cancer that we come to know, the cancer that, that, that kills the body, that destroys families and, and all that. We're going to talk about cancerous relationships. Historically, cancer, we know, dates back to 1600 B.C. It can affect everything from the skin to the marrow of the bone. The cancer that we're addressing in our lives, it can be a relationship, a person, a job, or a group of people. This cancer sucks the life out of us. It destroys the body, mind, spirit, and all of the above. Financially, it affects us because we shop, we drink, we smoke, we party to feel better about ourselves. So we add another $10,000, of debt for this reason. Now, biblically, it, Psalms 4-2 talks, says the Lord protects him and keep him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You, you do not give up to the will of his enemies. So I'm going to go to the cause with that being said, and let's see what I've got to say. Who's on? Good evening, Monica's on. Hey, Monica. Did you just hear what our thoughts about the cancer and the subject matter? Yes, I did. Um, gosh, I have so many thoughts. I, I don't know where to to start. Um, when you think about cancer and, and toxins, you know, especially when you, when you think about it in the body, the first thing you want to do is is cleanse and do whatever is necessary to get that cancer out so that you could live, Um, you know. And then when you think about this thing in terms of a relationship, one doesn't look at, most people don't look at cancerous relationships and want to do the same thing. Most people look at cancerous relationships. Um, unfortunately, some can't tell the difference. Um, but for some, for those that do, there's a fear of if you treat this relationship and you attack it the same as you would a cancer, um, there's a fear there that whomever the relationship is with because of their title in your life or because of the position they may hold in your life, um, there's a fear not to let that person go knowing that the relationship may need, you know, you may need to sever those ties, but there's a fear that won't allow you to do that. So when you look at those cancerous relationships, you know, it's, it's not, um, you know, we don't, 
We don't treat them the same way as we would in our body. But I guess my my concern or my question is why do we blame ourselves? Because we go out, we, we, you know, pacify ourselves with, or self-medicate, that's a better term. We self-medicate with, 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 with shopping sprees. We self-medicate with, you know, uh, something that's going to help us feel better as though it's our fault that this person is a cancer to me. Why can't we just say, you know what, it's you, and let that be what it is? Well, you know, I've never, I don't know. I've never really been a person to to self-medicate and, and kind of dive into um, feel-good things. You know, I've always been a, been a person to just to just take mine for what it is. Um, so, you know, un- unfortunately, I, I can't answer that. I don't know. I don't. I don't exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good evening to everybody. Uh, Listen, I don't exactly, I don't know the the full subject matter, but I I did hear uh, the previous comments, and and I'm I'm currently dealing with the situation. And again, if this is on subject matter, great. If it's not, um, we're gonna pretend that it is. I guess, but I'm, I'm dealing with an individual right now, and um, he was diagnosed uh, with cancer. I've never heard of this, but cancer of the tongue, all right? Now, they gave him an option. They said, we can actually cut your tongue out, you know, um, or we can give you so many uh, rounds of chemo and radiation. So uh, somewhere around Thanksgiving, just after Thanksgiving, his radiation and chemo started. Uh, One he takes every single day during the week, and then he takes... um, uh, the other one day per week. Well, tomorrow, uh, Thursday is his very last day. Um, we he calls me daily. We pray, you know, just you know, just as an act of faith, just to try to get him through this thing. But what I found out in speaking with him every day is that the doctors are treating the cancer, the radiation, the chemo is handling the cancer in his tongue, but he has a cancer in his environment. He has a cancer in his family. Yes, in his life. And, 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 and that cancer is causing the other one really not to heal as fast, if you, if, mm-hmm. uh, if, I guess you could say it that way. And so my, my, my problem was, okay, first of all, I felt bad for him. I, you know, got a little angry. Um, but the chemo and the radiation appears to be doing what it needs to do. But this other cancer, all right, is one that um, he he refuses to get rid of because, let me just say it like this, it's his mom. It's his mom. She's, she's, she's dictating his life. Uh, she's going to the doctor and talking to the doctor on his behalf. She's giving him a regiment just like the doctor's. Uh, he has to go and spend the night at her house so that she can 
baby him. And in order to get rid of all of that, what he does is he's going and he's self-medicating himself in his own way to try to deal with with her. And in the midst mm-hmm. of it, obviously he can't eat anything. So what does she do? She cooks all these big dinners and says, you've got to eat something to keep your strength up. Well, he can't eat. He can't eat, but he tries to do it for her. And, of course, it makes him sick. So now he, excuse me, but, you know, it's just causing him to uh, uh, throw up and, 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 and diarrhea and all these other things, and it's just it's just bad. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you guys are talking about, but this guy has two forms of cancer. One is being taken care of. The other, he's had his entire life. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I had to actually give him some tough love. I had to love him enough to give him the truth. And, you know, my words were, you know what, man, I am believing that all is going to be well. I can't say that I know what you're dealing with, but, you know, man, and I hate to say it, but you got to cut this cord. You you got to do this. You can love your mother without being led by your mother. And his words are, I got to fill the void in essence. My dad passed away several years ago, and I've got to fill that void. So that's what he's trying to do is fill a void, but he's allowing the cancer to remain. And she knows how to dictate, manipulate, whatever it takes to gain control of him. She knows how to do that. So I don't know if that's what you guys are talking about, but if it is, that's a very real issue. It exists all the time. And obviously he feels feels guilty because, you know, I don't want to do anything to upset her. So I'm willing to try and eat this food, make myself throw up, give myself diarrhea just so she can say she was happy, even though I know I can't eat food. Just to show her up. Wow. Now, that's um, that's exactly the subject matter. Um, okay. You did preface it with, with the body, but um, it also mainly is about the relationships that also affects the body. And mm-hmm. we never take into consideration that sometimes it's not us. Or we only, people only do what we allow them to do. You know, in this case, this brother here, without the whole country, you know, I'm not going to talk back. I'm not going to be disrespectful. But sometimes you got to put put your foot down and say, no, I'm not going to eat because it makes me feel this way. You know what I mean? See, I think, too, and it's it's about, you know, like what we were saying earlier, um, <clears throat> we don't attack those relationships the same way as we would the cancer in our body. You know, you go to the doctor and you get a diagnosis and it says it's cancer, and here are the treatment plans. Well, when we have those relationships, and, you know, and, and you, you have wise people, you know, telling you treatment plans, you reject those treatment plans. Like in this guy's instance, he needs to fill a void because, you know, he's lost one parent, don't want to lose another. You know, and, and in some other instances, you know, I'm sure everyone has their reasons. But I guess for me, you know, I, I, I have had the the situation and then I've experienced that situation firsthand and you know with toxic relationships and, and a cancerous relationship and at some point you know when when your body has had the or has taken a beating and 
you know, your spirit has taken a beating and, and your um, your mental and everything that you have has taken a beating. At some point when you are able to get back up, you have to say, you know what, enough is enough. You know, it doesn't matter what your position is because I have to live for me. And if if you can't live and deal with me the way I am, then that's your problem, not mine. That's, that's, and you just kind of got to walk away. That's a great position. That takes a lot of strength. Um, and it takes the strength either comes with you're fed up or the testicular fortitude to, to do so. And everybody don't possess that, either one of them. You know, because when you're fed up, what we do, we'll go get drunk, get high, go get the most expensive bag we can find or the fanciest car just to make them proud of us. And if it's not in them, how are they going to give it to you? Do you know what I mean? So you, you beat yourself up to someone else. My situation was, was, was somewhat somewhat different, and I was raised by my grandparents. Um, my mom battled drugs, and my, my father wasn't there. We then found out later on that he was an alcoholic. So I was better off with my grandparents um, looking back. But looking, facing the entire situation, it's best that I didn't uh, – I guess fostered those parental relationships because it would my life would have turned out differently. Me and my father, our relationship isn't there. It's, I mean, he's my father. I, I respect him for that. But the relationship isn't there because the only time he wanted to speak to me or speak at me was when he was drunk. And that's not going to work. Everybody who knows the man that I am, that's not going to work. So it was best that we kept our distance and continue to be that way. Now, the door still open? Yeah, it's ajar. It's not wide open because I have my family to focus on. So I learned from that I got to cut it off because I have more to deal with. I think in the Bible it speaks of if your right hand offended you, cut it off was better to go to heaven with the one hand and to go to hell with two. If that relationship offends you, if it's toxic to you, cut it off. That's my take. Yeah, awesome. I, I agree. You know, and again, like you said at the beginning, it's, it's easier said than done, you know, especially when you have a situation like this gentleman who who has, I guess, cancer two ways. You know, you, he got a one eaten at his at his tongue and then and then the other is is you know beating him down um all kinds of other ways and you know it's you know he he probably feels like at this point he he needs her more than he doesn't and he can put up with what she has going on better than he can you know not so um you know, I don't know. You know, I guess that guy's just going to have to get to a point where I'd say choose life at all costs, you know. 
Um, even if it does mean the relationship diminishes or um, to to some extent, you know, you choose you choose life, you choose freedom, you choose happiness, you choose to be and do and live better. Um, and you know, because for me, at the end of the day, you know, you only got to an answer to to one God, and you know, everything else doesn't matter. You know, um, unfortunately, this may not be the the forum for this, but you know, you guys are, you know, what you're talking about. Unfortunately, um, is it, is forcing me to, to 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 be naked tonight, to be very very honest tonight, because I, you know, there's a, there's something going on in me that needs healing. And I feel like someone else probably needs to hear this, and that's why I'm willing to, you know, lay it on the line because maybe maybe this will, maybe this is someone else's story. But I'm going to ask a question, and I'm going to tell you the the issue behind it because as I'm talking about and trying to help this gentleman and everything that you guys are saying, I I love it. I feel like that's the right thing to do. But here's my question, and then I'm going to tell you the story. What do you do whenever um, the cancer that's affecting that's that's, that's um, coming from one person affects you, and then you become the cancer yourself? Now, now hear me clearly, because this is an issue I've dealt with my entire life. Um, you know, uh, my dad left at a very, 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 very early age, and I learned to to hate him, uh, whether it was, you know, a result of, you know, what maybe I heard relatives say or just something that I developed on my own. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But he was a um, a cancer to me for forever. He was a cancer to me. I I I didn't want to hear his name. He, you know, you you know, I'm you leave me at three, four years old, whatever it is. And then by the time I become a grown man, now you're going to talk to me as if I'm still three or four years old. Um, you know, I'm married, and then all of a sudden my dad come into town, and he said, you know, I, I brought you something, and this is going to sound silly, but I just want to sh- show you how much of a cancer he is. He brings me the peanuts that they give to him on the flight. And, and Negro, I, you know, I've flown... But halfway around the world, you gonna bring me these peanuts as a memento, like I've never seen a plane, and like you would do your little kid or whatever. So mm-hmm. he's been a cancer to me, just you know, telling me all the things, you know, over the years. I mean, just all this garbage. But the problem is this: now I'm a grown man, and now he's the one that's saying, "I'm sorry for what I did. I can't take it back," you know. And here's the thing: now I'm the cancer. And the reason I say I'm the cancer is because, you know, check this if you will. I know how to love him, but I don't know how to stop hating him. And I know that makes no sense. That's like an oxymoron, but I know how to love him. I know I'm supposed to love him. I know that at some point you got to forgive, you got to forget. I realize that. I understand that. But that cancer, you know, uh, affected me for so long, I became the cancer. And so now 
I tell you, I, I can tell you honestly, I do love him. But I can also tell you honestly, I can't stand his guts. Hear me now. I mean, uh, a few years ago, we had a situation where I had to fly up. You know, it was, in essence, life or death situation, you know. And I did the right thing. I, I did. My dad's still alive. You know, and I can say thank God for that. But then just a few years later, I'm like, dude, call, what are you calling me for, man? I don't, I don't even want to hear your voice. Now, here I am, and I want everybody that listens to this to understand, here I am, you know, trying to motivate everyone else. I'm supposed to be pastor extraordinaire. Please understand that. I'm not a perfect man. I serve a perfect God, but I'm not a perfect man. So here I am tonight. You're talking about this cancer, and this thing is eating me alive now because I'm saying, okay, here's this guy. He's got cancer in his body, but he's got cancer in his life. And here I am saying, I've had this cancer around me all this time, and now it's revealed to me, you are the cancer. You, you are the problem now. So, again, I reiterate what I said. I know how to love him. I do. I know how to love him. My problem is I don't know how to stop hating him. So, now, don't spare any, anything on me. Unleash whatever you got to do because I'm mad enough to take it, and I deserve it. But what do you do when you're the cancer? Yeah, that's deep right there. I hadn't looked at it like that. Well, man, when you're the, when you when you you become a cancer, cancer there's 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 a benign cancer, which is the cancer that doesn't grow, and you have the cancer that's malignant that grows. Now, you you being the cancer, you can take it, it's it's pretty much which one you want to be. Okay, you can be that malignant that that spreads cancer and spreads hate everywhere, or you can mm-hmm. be that benign that 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 kind of kind of holds it. It's there. It's it's you know it's like that thorn, but right. it's there to remind you what not wow. to do. Wow. Because I'm gonna go ahead and hang myself out there too. I'm I'm a benign cancer myself. So I don't wow. leave you out there alone. Wow. Well, wow. Once again, it's you know, um, you and I have a great relationship, and and God knows I love you like a brother. Um, yeah. But it's 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 also one of the things where you you're harder on yourself right now because you don't hate him as the man. Or the spirit you hate that things that he did and do or he did do or the promises that he made and didn't keep and so on and so forth or the fact that he left you at a young age and didn't teach you how you know uh, a father's supposed to teach a son in order to bring him from a prince to a king right right that's what you, that's what you're hating you're not hating him as a person because that's not you that's not wow. true at all. Wow. So Look, that could, don't don't get that anybody very, that kind of power. Th- that could very well be the issue. I think that um, it's it's affected me to the point to where I refuse to analyze it. I refuse to get help for it. I refuse to. I don't like to think about it. So that may that very well. I, I can't say that it it. 
you know, it is or, or isn't, but uh, it could be the case where, you know, I may not be angry at him. Maybe, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, it, it hurts to the point that I don't want to talk about it. But tonight I got exposed and I heard Monica just say, you know, you know, she's had cancer. My issue is, you know, I got kids now and, you know, I know that I can spread my cancerous cells onto them when my phone rings and I'm saying, man, I don't want to talk to this Negro and they see it's my father. You know, well, I'm spreading it down to them and I don't want to do that. And I got to, I don't know, man, I got to get, I mean, I've, I've always known I wasn't perfect. I, I'm not, you know, ashamed of that, but that's one of the things that I've hidden over the years, and it is continuously, you know, I don't know how you guys got on this subject, but as much as I love you, I hate all y'all right now because <laughs> it really is, it really is exposing me. And But I thank you guys for it because, again, I need this, you know, um, out of me. I, I need it out of me. And I, I know that there's somebody else out there. And let me, let me speak to that person right now. Um, that's dealing with this, even though I'm dealing with it, please hear me, hear me, because I'm talking about a more than 40-year journey, you know, 40 years with the hurt, anger, cancerous uh, cells that have been lurking in my mind, in my heart, um, in, my, in my speech, you know, um, how is it that I can speak so much love to so many people, but when it comes to that one, you know, just pure hatred comes out. And and I know I'm selective as to who I do it around, but listen, whoever I'm talking to tonight, you know what? Get this thing right. Don't 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 let it linger any longer. You know, you gotta be you gotta do the right thing even though the wrong thing's been done to you. And I and I'm speaking to them even though I'm telling you right now it's hard for me to do. I just got to look at my situation. Maybe someone else has analyzed the situation. Maybe they know the situation better than I know mine. All I know is that tonight this thing has really impacted me. This thing is really, you know, and as Sean said earlier, that's my brother. I love him. I know he loves me. Um, when this thing came about just a few years ago, I was with him when I really got the call saying I had to fly out because it was life and death with him, but it's just it, it won't go anywhere. And and again, I can't I can't keep avoiding it. So one thing I will promise everybody, I, I'm going to take a look at it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it examined. I'm gonna check it out. As as hurtful as it is, I gotta I gotta get it out of me. I can't let it go on to my children, my grandchildren. I can't. You know, I mean, I knew I was never going to be perfect preaching the gospel. I knew that. I'm, I'm not ashamed. I've got errors. I, I'm good. But I was never supposed to be telling you about me. I was supposed to be telling you about God. And that's what I pride myself on. But at the same time, I want to be a better example. And, you know, I'm hearing Sean talk about his dad saying, you know, my dad was an alcoholic, you know. Uh, and all I can say is my dad was a cancer and some kind of way he created another little cancer over here. So I want to apologize, apologize to you guys. No, but, I don't apologize. You know, again, 
Hey, it's it's rough, man. Pastor, you got to remember that um, my wife used to tell me, she says, you can't talk to the kids like they're they're your soldiers. You can't talk to them like they're this and they're that. And she she was absolutely right. So anytime there's a conversation going on, you always got to remember the audience. So when that phone call comes through, you can't be that way. That's how you make it benign. You can't be that way, especially around the kids, because you're right. When they see it, it's going to happen again. And that's when it becomes malignant. So you got to cut it off right there. It's up to you right now to cut it off right there. Because if you don't, you're you're progressing it. And it's going to the next generation and possibly the next generation. You got to cut it off. Yeah, I think, you know, you're in a perfect position to, you know, at at this point, you recognize it, you know, you see it for what it is. And it, it makes you conscious when, you know, you're around your kids, because you you already know what your thoughts are, what your feeling is, and, and that you are this cancer. So you are in control of it right now. And so only you can keep it benign or make it malignant you know like I have the same situation you know for me as with my mom and I'll be 40 this year and and for as long as I can remember our relationship has always been the same and um you know yeah things happen life happens and and you know we we've always had difference of opinions and you know I've had thoughts about her and I'm sure she me um but there has been times where I've felt like I've gone above and beyond to make this thing work. You know, even if it's not the model mother-daughter relationship or even if it's not a friendship that can exist between us, in my mind, and, and I've done, I felt like I've done everything that I could do to make it work. And then that is not reciprocated. Or when it seems to be going right, you know, she does yet another thing or two, you know, to to to, to take us back twenty steps when we've already just came five came forward five, and I'm not the only, you know, there's three of us. I'm not the um, there's two of us that she does that way, and then the other one, you know, she kind of lays back and and chill out. But um, you know, so what I did was being the cancer, I removed myself from the whole situation to where I'm no longer um in the way or I'm no, I'm no longer I'm the benign, I'm the benign cancer. I'm not the malignant one. So she's no longer a topic of my conversation with, with other family members so that, you know, I don't fall to that negativity anymore. So I think that, you know, again, you you're in a good position and I mean, we got to do something about it at some point. I, I don't know what, but yeah. Well, the one thing I know you can't do, you can't, you can't continue to run. And um, from from day one, you stand up, you know, because sometimes it's not their fault. They don't, they don't know how to love. They don't know because it wasn't given to them, or life took them a different direction. You know, until you can't hold somebody. 
you teach them for yourself. That way you know for yourself that they know because you taught them. It shouldn't be that way with parents, but love and respect kind of go hand in hand when you're dealing with, with parents. So you you can't over over talk me to my kids because those are my kids. You know what I mean? You can't come to me like, yo, eat your food because I'm your mother. And you know I don't eat beef and pork. You know what my diet is. So I'm not going to eat this. You can call it what you want. You call it disrespect. You can call it what have you. But, um, and then, you know, they try to throw up the whole, you know, the Bible says honor thy mother and thy father and all this kind of stuff. But they overlook parent, don't provoke your child. Right. 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 Yep. I <laughs> listen, man. This this was a um a part of the program for me tonight. I, I had absolutely zero knowledge that this would be the topic, but you know, I as, you know, as the conversation progressed, I realized, you know what? Um this is for me tonight. And um so I hear you. I I I, I Again, I can't disagree. I know that I've just, you know, put it, you know, out of mind um, for too long. I I, I didn't want to think about it, but you know, there, there's, you know, um, I don't want to do any more damage. Not to him. Not to me. Not to. Well, let me stop lying. I don't want to do any more damage to me or my kids, um, and I shouldn't do any more damage. To him, because right now, um, it's 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 hurting him the way, not so much the way I treat him, but you know I don't I don't bend over backwards. I don't. I mean, I do the bare minimum just to say I, you know, uh, I said hello. I, I I called you on your birthday. I acknowledge that it's you know, Father's Day, but, you know, it ain't like I meant it. And so, you know, I know I got to, I got to, I got to grow up. I got to put on my big boy underwear and and grab my bootstraps. I I realize that, but, you know, again, for everybody that's out there, you know, sometimes we want to get rid of a cancer, but, you know, I was thinking when you guys were talking, okay, got to get rid of that cancer, but it kept dawning on me. I am the cancer, and I don't want anybody to get rid of me. So I've despised what I, I've, I've become what I despise, in a sense. So, um, but you guys do have my word that I will work on this. I will come back and report on this. I will give him a call and man up, and you know I'm sure he already knows pretty much, you know what I've been feeling, but. It's time for me to be real and be honest, you know, and uh, everything. So, listen, everybody out there, I don't care who you are, please don't torment yourself any longer, man. Let's deal with these. Let's deal with these real issues. Um, and let's get rid of this cancer. Cancer has been running rampant, you know, in my mind and heart for too long, and it's time to get rid of it. So I advise everyone else, if I'm going to put forth an effort, please understand I, I know you can do the same thing, and um, I'm praying we'll all be better because of it. Because this is um, this was 
I say it wasn't supposed to happen. I think it may have been ordained to happen tonight. I think it has gone on long enough. I think it's kind of where I've been called on the carpet and said, okay, uh, young buck, you got to deal with this. So I really appreciate everybody's advice and all that. And uh, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you, man, nah. everybody, hold me a Hold me account. No, no, no. I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna give you a couple things to go with. All right. You you, you mentioned earlier that that it's eating him up as well. Maybe not to the extent as you, but it's eating him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being the man that I know that you are, you don't want him to suffer versus him, him healing. You know what I mean? So you got to have that conversation. Yeah. Even and your and, and the forgiveness isn't for you. I mean, for him. It's for you. But he is a benefactor of that because that it eases his mind a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So another thing you said, you know, you you, you were sent out the, the happy Father's Day and happy birthday and so on and so forth. If it's not sincere, don't do it. The thought crosses your mind. So I know that it came, it came from a, a good place. It may not be, you know, uh, with the thumbs up and all the balloons and all the emojis that people put in messages, but it's the thought. It's the, it's the thought that counts. You know what I mean? Because it's not like you said, you know, happy Father's Day, nigga. You still said it with some respect. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But if no other reason for any of this is for the kids. Mm. Because you got you got to stop it right here. Because if not, that generational curse, John, is real. But I don't need to tell you that. It's real. Because, you know, we pass along alcoholism. We pass along drug addiction and, and, and uh, womanizing and unfaithful and broken marriages. You pass along all that, just like we do hypertension and high cholesterol and poor lifestyle choices. Don't let this be one of them that we pass along. Mm-hmm. And that's wow. what all do love and respect. Amen. And, and, you know, you can even think about it in this way, too. I mean, you know, and you don't know if he is no longer cancerous. You, have, you, you don't know if, if he's in remission or not. So it may be a situation where, you know, you, you're trying to deal with this thing head on because of where you are in your cancer, um, you know, and not knowing where he is in his cancer. He may not even be where you are. To the he point where the he recognizes he that he's the cancer, right? You know, yeah. right. right. Maybe different, but you know, some things probably still could be the same. You know, and I guess for me, I guess the question would be, what's so wrong with loving your loving from a distance and not putting yourself in the position to be walked out on again? You know, you well, put that- yourself out there and. You you get disappointed all over again. Is 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 that the result that we want to get? No, I mean I I don't being disappointed. You only get disappointed when you have high expectations. We have expectations set, 
sometimes it is, it is what it is, you know. You know that this, this person ain't going to follow through with anything they have said, you know. For me, my my issue, once again, is, is my kids. Don't Don't lie to my kids, you know what I mean, because now – Daddy come and, and he go he go pull down the, the hive because my kids want the honey that grandma said that she was gonna provide and she did. So, but more importantly, I gotta see their face. I gotta hear you know ask the, I had to hear the questions of daddy why grandma let me down or why grandma didn't do what she said she was gonna do why she lied to me or why she didn't come so on and so forth. So for me, I I have to protect the younger ones because that's my charge. Those are mine. What you do to me as an adult, I can I can back away and love you from a distance and respect what you do over there. I love you enough to respect that over there. I'm not going to try to change you. I'm just not going to be a part of it. And I'm not going to let you bring that over here because I have to protect my environment because once again, if it come in through me, it's going to trickle down to my wife, to my kids and so on and so forth. And we can't have it. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to love them from a distance. Hey, do your thing. I got to the point where I had to talk to my people because I, I moved away. I have to talk to them on a certain day because every conversation was about somebody getting shot, somebody died, somebody. It was all negative. And it weighed me down. I could not talk to them during a the work day or on a work day. If I had to go to work the next day, I can't talk to them because it it kills my spirit. You follow me? So I had to narrow it down. Y'all got 15 minutes. Make it count. To the point where all my whole question was, Ma, tell me about you. Grandma, tell me about you. Not about anyone else, but about you. How you doing? And once you set those parameters, that's kind of like the direction they're going to gonna, gonna go. Wow. Wow. Well, again, I've, I've heard more than I expected to hear. Um, and I guess the truth will come out once I, once I put forth the effort. You know, maybe it needs to be a long-distance relationship. Maybe, you know, again, I, I can't give any answers because I haven't put any uh, effort into it. You know, you talked about expectations, you know, um, I I make sure I'm not going to be disappointed because, to be honest, I don't have expectations. Um, I only have desires. You know, I don't expect anything from him, but there's some things I desire for him to do. And, uh, you know, one of the things that scared me is the fact, you, you talked about the kids, is the fact that I ask myself, you know, while you guys are talking, what I want my children feeling this way about me. Now, please understand, I don't care come hell or high water. I'm, I'm not, I'm not walking out on my kids. I know that you know death could come, but you know I'm not walking out on my kids. I, 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 I owe them that. I, I, I have a responsibility to them. And if my wife and I can't. Uh, Coexist. I'm still gonna do right by my kids, you know, to the best of my ability. So, but I don't want my kids feeling about me the way 
that I, I guess, feel about my dad. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want that. I, I just wouldn't want that. So I, I guess I can understand that, you know, he is hurting and, and you know, I, I do see how the forgiveness is probably more for me than um, anyone else because my my sisters are good. They seem to have a, you know, really good relationship. They speak on a regular basis, but, you know, uh, he and I, it's like few and far between. The fewer the better. But, uh, again, mm-hmm. I haven't put any – I refuse to even think about it, but I, I got to get better. I got to – I got to do better. I, I got to do better. And, I again, I'll say this to the day I die. I believe this need to, needed to happen tonight, not just for me, but I believe there's some, some others out there that, you know, that, that, have, that have become that cancer. You know, again, you've become what you despise, and it's got to be dealt with. You know, listen, you got don't 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 do like me. Don't let this thing fester. Don't. You know, let it continue to. Maybe it hasn't grown. I don't know, but it hasn't decreased either because I won't let it. So I'm, I'm asking mm-hmm. everybody: don't do this to yourself. Because really, to be honest, all you're doing is tormenting yourself. I mean, yeah. the nights that I've, the nights that I've tossed and turned, and the things that I've called him, the, you know, the times that I blamed him for things that, you know, everything I can't do. I blame him, you know. Had he shown me, I would know how to do this, you know, and that's not necessarily the case. The best thing that ever happened to me, to be honest, was him separating from my mom because had he stayed with her, I probably wouldn't be the man that I am now. I would probably be more like him. So I don't know, guys. That's one thing to be thankful about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> Now, Pastor, you you mentioned you mentioned expectations. Uh, you say you don't you don't get um, disappointed because you don't have an expectation set. Right, right. You may not right. have an expectation set, but you must set the protocol. Okay. If it's if it's going to go forward, if you're going to start a line, you got to be the point that start that line. Mm. You know what I mean? Because. You don't know. You can't, like I said earlier, you can't, you don't know what he's thinking. You don't know the circumstances. You don't know the situation because you, you haven't been man enough, again, with all due love and respect, to sit down and have that conversation with him. Because right. one of those things right. where, you, where moms were like, look, Pacquiao, you ain't nothing. Woo woo 23rd, get, get missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or yeah, was it like point. one of those things where I'm, I'm going to go to the store and get some eggs and you want some. And you like, Daddy, I want some Cheetos, <laughs> and he don't yeah. come back. <laughs> right. You like, know what I mean? That's because sometimes. Yeah, that's a valid point because I don't know. If, if you held a gun to my head, I can't tell you the whole story. I can't tell you, you know, I know what has been rumored. I know. But, see, I, want, I don't want to listen to the story. It's too painful. But maybe that's, you know. Like you said, maybe there's another side to it that that I don't know, you know? So, hey. I think there is another. I mean, there's always two sides to every story, but, you know, you know, think about this. Agreed. For me, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, you know, like, uh, I come obviously from divorced 
parents, and, you know, I grew up and I was raised thinking one way and seeing the picture one way. And then, you know, now as an adult and pastor, you know, I didn't, I found out more pieces to this puzzle a couple years ago. And even after finding it out, the, you know, a couple of more pieces, now I still don't know the whole story. You know, what I realized is it, it doesn't really matter, you know, I, because as an adult, you know, and, and having different life experiences, you kind of understand why things don't work out or why things do work out. And, you know, so you kind of get it, you know, it's like, okay, I get it, that happens. Um, so knowing the story didn't really matter, but you want to know what bothers me to my core is the fact that one side does not accept responsibility for any wrongdoing in any capacity. That's, so that's one a side is perfect. And I'm going to stand and I'm going to point this finger at everybody else because it was not my fault. And They're called narcissists. Okay. Well, I have, I have a narcissist parent. And it's one of those things where, you know, the story don't matter, but just every there's two sides. There's, you know, so you could not have been innocent in any of this. So just own what you did and let's move past it. But, of course, you know, in reaching out and, and you know, my husband can tell you I've even tried to, put one step forward and, and, you know, have a conversation and send an invite for birthdays or, you know, and it's always, yeah, and I, I'll, I'll come down for the birthday party and, you know, yeah, I want to meet your babies and it never happens, you know, and so it goes back to, that's when I say, you know, well, maybe the cancer is still, Maybe the cancer that made you cancer is still cancer. Um, you but just don't know now, it because you haven't sat down and had that conversation yet. Now, for me, I mean, both both you guys are, are are you know, you need you need closure. You need something to to put a period to so start the next chapter, the next paragraph, what what have you. For me, as as I became the I guess the butthole that I am is because in my mind none of that matters, right? Because I don't I don't seek guidance from my mom or my dad or my grandma. It's, it's got to come from God. That's the reason why He tells you to you know, cleave unto dot dot dot. Why? I mean, uh, Pastor, you can finish that. But that's what we're supposed to do. You gotta let the I mean, it's hard to let go of pain and sometimes in order to to extract or to, to fix a wound, the tourniquet hurts more than than a than the wound, than the injury. But it is necessary for closure. If not you will be calloused and not caring and having that, that stiff heart that's not healthy either. So you got, you kind of got to be the bigger person to say, hey, you know what? Don't make any promises. 
the kids are doing fine. His pictures. Um, but I'm not going to invite you, or even if I do invite you and you say, yeah, I'm going to come, and I'm going to bring my new boyfriend. I'm not really going to set a place at the table for you because the likelihood of you coming is slim to none. And hell, slim went out of town <laughs> last week. So if, if if that helps you feel better, help you feel as though you're a part of the family, that's cool. One day you may actually show up, and then we'll proceed from there. That'll be the next point in the line. But up until then, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you're not really helping my situation any. If anything, you bring in more pain to me. You're driving that steak deeper into the womb, or you're pouring salt into the womb. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you've got to protect yourself for the sake of the kids, because if not, it's going to trickle down. That's all I got. That's enough. That's enough. Listen, I need to hear a lot more, but I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anymore. I'm like a kid with hands over the ears. Like, please, just right. stop. Right. Just stop. stop. Just stop, please. Stop. But you know, again, you know, I, I, I say it jokingly, jokingly, but you know, it. In all honesty, it it, it hurts, and I think probably the bulk of the pain. He may have been the source of the pain, but you know the the it, the pain is ongoing because of me, and and I, you know, I accept that. But again, uh, tonight was um, it was it was much needed for me. Um, just talking about it has helped. It's embarrassing, uh, but it helped. It, it helped tremendously, and what what I do after I get you know, off this line um, is really going to matter. But, you know, sometimes you just get, you get convicted. And, and I hope that my pain can, um, you know, bring a resolution to others. I, I hope that everybody will listen to what, you know, to, to wisdom, to say, listen, you know, you got to be the bigger man, you know. And, you know, you sitting down, you know, like a little kid, I don't want to be the bigger man. I, I you know, it's not about what you want to be. It's what you're supposed to be. You know, mm-hmm. I said I was a man now. So if I'm the man, then, you know, it's time for me to step up uh, to the table. That doesn't excuse him. It doesn't. But, you know, I I do read the Bible, and it said vengeance belongs to him. You know, in other words, if there's going to be a repayment, there's going to be repercussions for what the damage has been done. You know, that's in God's hands, man. I I got a responsibility, and so uh, I need help with that part. Yeah, well, we all need. Man, listen. Okay, well, listen. We might as well go ahead and talk about it, then, man. Why is it that we need to? Why is it that we need to get the last lick in? You know that game we played as kids. You hit me, yeah. I hit you. Mama catches, but I got to get the last lick. Why is it that way now? Why is it like that today? It really depends on. It's all about pain. You inflicted a certain type of pain to me. Um, mine, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you because in my heart of hearts, 
and anybody that, that knows me that I do things from the heart. I've done everything I could do to help, to make any situation that I've ever been in better when I'm gone. You know what I mean? So for you to cross me after that, it's um, I take that personal. So I'm, I will get you. may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. Oh, but I will get you. <laughs> now, and and he and you know what he wears that badge, he wears that. He My son can get up in the morning, and you know, don't speak to me. When he get ready to leave, be like, all right, daddy, he want to give me a hug now, nah, bro. Nah, you remember this morning? <laughs> and he will, yeah. you know what? And he will hold on to it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, even when he goes to restrict one of the kids, you know, the oldest one to lose his game, and you know, I'm taking your phone forever. What? All restrictions. There has to be an end date. You can't just put somebody <laughs> on punishment and punish them for the rest of their life. You know, like wow. that's not. <laughs> You know, like, that's not what we do. Well, why does it have to be an end date? Because forgiveness, you try again, trust. You know, we, we're we teaching and we're raising, and so these things are repetitive, Pastor. You know what I mean. You have the same conversations over and over, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40 years on end. Um, so you can't punish them for one thing for the rest of their life. But he, he will say may not be today, may not be tomorrow, but I'm going to get you to <laughs> hold on to it. You remember that time when, you know, mm. and it's like, goodness, you just, come on. <laughs> yeah, but, that's, hey, wow. you know. that's what it is. But, I mean, because I'm I'm all in, and I expect you to be be all in as well. That's the reason why it, it was real um, funny that, that, that God said the life partner that he sent me because for me it was like, look, I ain't playing no games and I need somebody who could who can be that, that voice of reason. Those moments that I think are reason reasonable but um I may not be. And she'll come in like 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 Johnny Cochran. I'm like, look, he do not need a defense lawyer. Um mm. let, let us have that. And in her mind, we, I, it's got to be some some reason. It's got to be if you're gonna put him on punishment, that's fine. But let's not go forever. Let's say a month. You can't stay indefinite. That's not that's not fair. When would you trust him to apply what you have taught him in this time of punishment? I get it. I get it. But. <laughs> but, 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 you gotta learn, and you gonna learn today for the rest of your life. <laughs> because because, because you every learn, lesson you gonna learn today for the rest of your life. Every lesson that that we're taught, it didn't start today. It was the same ones that was that was instilled in us way back when. That's the reason why when Pastor said earlier that he'll send the messages, but, you know, it wasn't sincere. Well, we was taught at a young age, you know, if you ain't doing it from the heart, don't do it. 
Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's that's how every 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 move is. My my thing right now is this, you know, child support. I have kids um, before my marriage, and um, they're they're being um, uh, bad words. But it was always one of those things where it's like you going to going to go. I don't I don't need you. I don't want you. We ain't doing this. He ain't even yours. And paperwork on one that she isn't. But here y'all come at me being unreasonable. That makes sense. Oh yeah, because because I'm, you kick me you kick me out of the, the the boy's life, but and then when I'm out, now you want to charge me a thousand dollars a month for not being there. And see, we spoke about this briefly last week when when we talked about the the mothers and bitterness and anger and you know um, those things you know and for those ones that you dealt with before your wife um, that's just where they are Um, the unfortunate part is at this point they don't care that the child is the one who is suffering all they know is that whatever happened between y'all happened and they're out to get blood point blank period they don't care if you show up for a birthday if you send a birthday card or if you know what kind of grades they make in school or not. They want the best way that they can get their revenge on you for whatever it is is to take your money or try and take your money. Why don't you, 
you know, we got to learn to respect people. And uh, you, I hate to say it, we got to respect their right uh, to be stupid if if that's you know if that's what they choose to do. Yeah. And and we got to learn to, um, I guess, guard ourselves. Um, we make it difficult, y'all. We we've really complicated life uh, because originally when God made man and He made woman, if you notice, He gave us dominion over everything except for each other. We don't have dominion over each other. It does say wife submit to the husband. I got all of that. I really do. But when it comes to other folk, man, um, we don't have dominion over them. But we have we have dominion over ourselves. We can control what we do. And I think that's what uh, we probably need to concentrate more on is, you know, not so much, um, you know, what someone else is doing, but what I'm doing, how I respond to it. You know, I got to get to the point where I don't want that last lick. I mean, you know what, I want it, but mm-hmm. not necessary for me to get it. I'm I'm good. Um, I'm good without it or whatever. So I don't know, man. This This whole conversation that we're having is, is is like two chops to the throat for me. I don't know what's well, going on. I'm going to chop you again. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, chop yeah so, here it goes. Come on with it. One, me and my wife, we have we have we have conversations, and, and sometimes they, she know I'll, I'll shut down if I don't do I don't do um, conflict very well because of past experiences, you know, we're not, I'm not that guy that's going to sit here and argue. I don't negotiate. I don't, I don't argue at all. So when something comes about, I mean, I'm, when I tell you shut down, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and go clean up. And you had, and I'm the one, he don't clean up. I'm the one that runs and chasing. Where you going? (laughs) Because I mean, this, this ain't, this ain't what it is for me, but you mentioned something earlier, and, and I prefaced that with um, this right here. When, when it talks about, you, you, it does say we have dominion. And it says, wife, submit unto your husband. But you must be worthy of submission. You must be worthy for her to submit to. If she's not, if she don't feel protected or, or, or provided for or what have you, she's not going to submit to you because she still feels as though, she kind of, you know, got to wet her pants, if you will. You know what I mean? That when she knows she's with a man, she can fall back. She can wear the skirts. She can wear the, you know, her hair up because she know she don't got to ever worry about getting dirty. But you must. Can your speak on that role for a quick second? You, but hold on real quick, wife. But as a man, you got to know your role. And you got to live in that role. Be who God destined you or ordained you to be as a man. Monica? Okay, so I think you both of you hit on a couple good points. You know, I want to take it back a step to when our pastor was talking about having that last lick. All right, when when you, how I've learned because I, I was the one who liked to have the last lick. And I can tell you that I did not learn the importance of not having the last lick until I got married. You know, it's one of those mm. things where you're in a situation and 
you know, you, you weigh your odds. And I really learned what I understand. You got to pick and choose. You know, you got to pick and choose your battles. And the last lick for me has become, you know, over the years of this thing less and less important because the bigger picture is, you know, you get your point out, I get my point out, and then that, that can be it, you know. And so I've actually had to teach myself that, you know what, the last lick, it, it, it doesn't even matter anymore because tomorrow is a new day, you know, and it's it's a new challenge and, and it's gonna, there's going to be something different. And so if, if I were to stay in that same mindset of, well, you're not going to overtalk me because I'm going to say what I got to say and I'm going to be the last one to say it. You know, we we wouldn't be where we are in this marriage. We'd be on the phone with you seven nights a week, you know, trying to get through and trying to understand this thing, you know. So I've had to kind of sit back and, and, and take it all in and say, you know what, that's not even important. Um, so it, it's something that you have to teach yourself and you have to be conscious of it and remind yourself, you know, that, do I really want to? Nah. You know, I'll forego that. And then, and and husband, when you talk about being submissive, yeah, you wife has to be submissive to to her husband. That's what the word says. And yes, he also has to be worthy of being submitted to. Um, However, I've learned that in order for me to be submissive to you. I have to be 100% confident in who I was before you and who I am with you because if I'm not, then we're going to have issues. I agree. Now, all this you just said, and gosh, all this that you just heard, it goes back to our original conversation about cancer. If we allow those cancers to affect us, to be malignant in our lives, the growth in your life would not be as it is. Because, remember, the cancer cancer will have you arguing just to have the last word. Mm -hmm. Have you, you know, throwing stuff across the room and, and, and you can leave. I don't need you because... She feels as though she's the man. So all that comes from the cancer from the generation before us. Yeah. You're definitely you're definitely on it. You're you're definitely on yeah. it. It goes directly back to that because again, if I'm to be honest with you, if I'm carrying that cancer, if I am that cancer, then guess what? Unfortunately, it's hard for me to be the husband for my wife to yield to. Mm-hmm. So if I, if, if I am that cancer, am I the husband that she should yield to? Should she yield to me and say, well, you know, um, I know that you're right. You know, whatever you say goes. Uh, Does she check me and say, look, there's an area of your life that needs to, you know, you need to get it together or whatever. And, and you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I give my wife uh, the right to check me, but I expect my wife to check me when I need to be checked, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. So um, 
again, it goes back to that cancer. And if I'm if I'm that cancer, again, it can it can easily work its way into my marriage, into being a father. Then I gotta get that last lick. Cause you know what? When he hit me and gave me this cancer, guess what? I'm inflict as many people as possible sometimes. So this has been very interesting. This has been very. Um, that's, that's that's not a cancer, cancer. That sounds like a damn uh, infectious disease. Oh you know, no. <laughs> because, because I mean, out of out of out of spite, it's like you know what? Nah, I ain't trying to heal. I'm I'm gonna break you down. I'm gonna break you down. I'm gonna break you down. As many as I can get because I got it. We can't right. be that. We can't be no. that. We gotta be like because none of this that any of us have gone through was for us. It's for people who are listening. It's for the kids. Right. It's for those. It's it's not for us. The healing is for us, but the lessons isn't. Right. That is so true. That is that is definitely, and that's why it needed to be discussed tonight. You know, even though it is affecting me, even though it is painful for me, guess what? Somebody else doesn't have to fall in that hole that you know that I'm in right now. So, you know, uh, if my Pain is going to, um, you know, to help you in your walk or in your life, then it was well worth it because guess what? Someone else's pain has benefited me. So it is what it is, um, and, I, and I'm bold enough to say, you know what? I actually thank God for it. I really thank God for it because, like I said earlier, if, if it's what made me who I am. Uh, mm-hmm. It caused me to depend more on God. Caused me to learn things that I normally probably wouldn't have learned. It caused me to be, honestly, a better father, if for no other reason than to say I refuse for my kids to go through what I had to go through. So, you know, even as painful as it is, it's been very, very beneficial to me. It's been very helpful. And I pray that it's the same way for other folk that may hear this recording. I pray that you will listen to it and that you will hear my heart and not just my voice. I pray that you will hear my pain. I pray that you will understand that, you know, this can become you very easily if if mm-hmm. you're not um, careful. you got to look at this thing both ways. You just can't look at it and say, uh, I've got a cancer in my life. No, you can be the con- cancer in someone else's life also if you're not careful. So, again, this has been um, – I don't know. I guess it's been my 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 counseling session for the night. I I pulled out a couch, laid down, and let you guys just you know say what needed to be said. I just hope I don't get a bill in the mail because uh, you know it, it is what it is. I needed this tonight. No, you got to credit with me because um, I know it's been plenty of nights I was laying on your couch, and there'll be plenty more because that's yeah. what. That's what we do. That's what it's that's what it's for. It's never again, I can't stress enough that the stuff that we go through, there's no consolation at all. Just remember, it is not for you. It's not for you. Because in conversing with the both of you, it has given closure to me as well. Um, as far as those that wasn't there for whatever reason to forgive them because it could have been that generational curse. 
someone could have been that right. that I refuse to to go, come into my life, you know. And instead of laying on my face saying, you know, oh, I got cancer, I'm going to get up, I'm going to laugh, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to do everything in my power in addition to prayer to to kill it and let it not, not, not be in remission, but to right. get rid of it. Wow. Wow. Well, I think that's the part I missed initially was the fact that from what I'm hearing, sounds like you guys were saying, okay, well, in our body, we'll do everything to fight it. But when mm-hmm. it's in other areas, you know, we don't put forth the same effort. So um, guilty as charged. But and, you have to protect the spirit more I, than you protect the body. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know, because that that's internal, man. That's what drives everything. And so, um, but we got to be able to identify these cancers. We got to be able to know that, okay, this is just not um, a bad feeling that I get around this person. You know, maybe this person is, I mean, if we went through our, our, our contacts and our phones, how many cancers do we have in there? You know, how many cancers do we have? In our family, how many cases do we Yeah, yeah, things right. of that nature. Some of them can, some mm-hmm. of them can be hidden, and we're not aware of them. But it's the cancer. Mm-hmm. It's the cancer. So we, we, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we need a good uh, uh, colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Only thing I can think of, you know. But we need something to um, make sure that. You know, uh, one of the best things in the world after, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but I got a gentleman in my church, and uh, after a period of time going through, you know, various treatments, on his last day, on his last treatment day, uh, they declared that he was cancer-free, and he rang a bell at the doctor's office, you know, and it's just, a, I guess, their way of uh, saying I completed this thing. And But he was able to announce also, I am now, based off the test results, I am cancer-free. That's that's where I am. But can we look at our lives, you know, and I'm not talking about the physical cancer now, but can we look at our lives and say I'm cancer-free? I can't mm-hmm. say that tonight, you know. And um, None of us can, though. Out. Wow. Yeah, well, I don't know. think that any of us of, of us can, can say that. You know, we all have a cancer of, of some sort. Mm-hmm. It could be it could be that friend. It could be that group, like we said in the beginning. It could be job. It could be mm-hmm. you know a whole sort of a whole lot of things that that we can put into that that cancer um, category. Because if it's not, if if it's either way at any part of you, you know, uh, spirit. Hell, your emotion, right. hell, your bank account, you know, yeah. any of that could be, <laughs> can, can be cancer because that's mm-hmm. what cancer does. And not only do it affect an uh, individual person, it affects the community, it affects the society, but no one, no one cares. It's, it's 
there's no humanity in the society anymore. It's all about, you know, individuals and what I can get from you or how can I unload my cancer onto you as well because misery loves company. I'm like, like you said earlier, guys, if I got it, you go get it. We all got it. And that's not the way it should be. We should, before we um, go to this new group of friends or this new job, we got to let go of the ugliness from the old job, from the old group of friends or what have you. That's the true sign of maturation, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But we we allow we allow it to linger. We again, what you guys are talking. You know, there's some cancers that we have learned to live with, and there's some that we love to live with. And at the end of the day, it's still cancer. At some point, comfort it's y'all. going to take its toll on you. So mm-hmm. if I've got a cancer in my bank account, I need to stop. Um, you know, and I need to do an assessment. I need to do. I need to do something. I need to stop the bleeding, some kind of way. Um, it's almost like you got to take gotta, chemo just to yes to to maintain. You know what I mean? To stay cancer free. Yeah, and that, and that chemo is called restraint and budget. You know. Whatever. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I got I got to do something. You know, we need to put this in a book or something. I don't know what, but we, you know, but but that's what we got to do. We got to exercise some restraint. Uh, you know, operate underneath the budget. And now, guess what? That's our chemo. That's our radiation. So guess what? Mm-hmm. Now that cancer can be eliminated. Well, same thing for my marriage. Same thing for my job. Same thing for whatever, man. I I got to. Listen, I want us to live, I'm not going to say a cancer-free life. I would love to have that. But I want us to enjoy life. I don't want to die without ever living. I want us, you know, to just enjoy every single day, you know. And I know it's going to come with some obstacles. Pastor, pastor, pastor. you got to be specific in that because people don't know that there's a difference between experiencing and living. Come on with it. As far as life. When you live in life, it's, 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 we know it's, you know, it's bumpy roads. It's, you know, to get to the, to the rosebud, you're going to get pricked by the thorns. That's life. But if you don't know which direction, there's no, no expiration or no end game. You don't have a destination. Then you're just experiencing. You just, you just try shit. You don't know where you're going. Right. Whatever way the wind blows, that's where you're going. Because there's no foundation. Purpose. But that's foundation, that's what that's what living comes. Mhm. No doubt. No doubt. And yeah. and we gotta, yeah. we gotta like you said, we gotta know that because um you know, I I'm shocked at how many how many of us, I mean, we're taking simple, just plain terminology, I guess, if you will. And a lot of what we're calling living is just, we're just existing. You know, um, I'm convinced. I, I joke with my wife all the time, and she's like, you know, I had this boyfriend, I had that boyfriend. You know, she messes with me sometimes. You know, but my thing is, girl, you didn't even know what a man was until you got with me. 
That's what I mm-hmm. you know, I throw that I throw that oh, at her sometimes. Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but my thing is, you know, hey look, if they were all that, you know, you know, what well, why you didn't marry it? Why how'd you end up with the brother right here? Or whatever. And a lot of us in all seriousness though, we don't know what life is supposed to feel like. We don't know what real love is supposed to feel like. We don't know what financial freedom is supposed financial freedom is not just um, not living paycheck to paycheck. Financial freedom is not just, well, you know what, I only got three bills instead of 12 or whatever. You know, we, 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 I, I want us to really walk in the life that God ordained for us to walk in. You know, I, I want everybody to uh, experience that. And I'm not trying to get all spiritual, you know, but, I, but that's my place uh, in this in, in this. Um, blog, you know, I, I just I want to be the voice of reason. I want you to know, listen, man, um, we can live better than we live. You know, I don't want us to, you know, there's enough obstacles against us, but I don't want anything to be self-inflicted. There's a lot of things that we can do to enhance our lives. There's a lot of things we can stop doing that will enhance our lives. But it's time for us to wake up. You know, I we know we got the opposition, but how long are we going to talk about them? Let's do us. Let's do. Let's get rid of the cancer in in in, in our lives, in our society, in our generation. You know, let let's 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 start there. Let's get rid of those things. Mm-hmm. Let's deal so, with so, that leaf. So, like you tell you're saying that that cancer is, um, we're making up excuses or or no doubt. Blame. Yes, Which it is. That, that yes. does uh, plays every community in society. No one wants yeah. to take blame to what their part. And sometimes no one wants truth. Well, I agree. But if you and like that was said, it, it, it hurts. It, it's like that 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 blow to the to the gut. That that truth hurts. But it's very mm-hmm. necessary. I'm, 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 my son Michael. He's he's 13, and I told him once you get your past 12, there's no more lashes. There's no more whippings. From this point, you got to answer to God. I'm just here to kind of guide you, and and guide you in the application of what I taught you up until this point. You know, so right now, it's not the rough Ashler. We took that way. Now we're just kind of smoothing it out. So once you become um, the man, the dad, uh, the teacher, what have you, you have your, – your your edges are much more smoother than they were when you're 12. So I, I say all that to say we can easily – keep going and hold your hand all the way through life. But when we're not there holding your hand and shit come at you, what are you going to do? You're going to look for us. So now you're at a point where you got to make your own decisions and say, I'm not going to go this way. Not because this is what my parents want me to do, but this is because I know this isn't right, so I'm not going to do this. And so just to expand a little, sorry. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you had finished because you had. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just to just to expand a little bit on that, I think that you know it it all comes from truth. And Pastor spoke on this just a little bit earlier. Didn't touch um, in detail, but it talks about living. You know, when he spoke about living your full life and and knowing your purpose, I think that transparency is where all of this kind of starts and and you know parents being transparent with their kids and being truthful with their children and honest about this thing called life and living and experiences um, that way so that when they get to the age where they can make decisions there they have enough information to make a decision um, prayerfully the right decision but they have enough information to make a decision, and, and whatever that outcome is, they they begin to live life. And, Monica, you know, when you talk about, huh? Monica, let me cut you off. We got to get ready in. Pastor, I need you to pray. You ready? Let's do it. Let's yes, do sir. it. Lord, Lord, thank you so much for the discussion on tonight. Thank you, Lord, for identifying the points of our problem, but thank you for letting us know potential solutions. Thank you for this forum, God. May it be a blessing to everyone, and I pray that you will put your hand on it so that it will continue. Thank you, God. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you all very much. We will see you next week. Yes, sir. Now, Pastor. Why? Yes. All right. I'm about to end it now. So I'll be up in a bit. Good night. All right.